excited to be in the presence of the Lord. Now, we're going to kick off Decree Part 2, just a continuation of last week. And if you were not here last week, I encourage you, go online last week and watch uh, the service because you want to get the foundation. And we'll hit a little bit more of it today. But I want you to have the foundation of what this year uh, is all about. And uh, if you would, get ready to put up our, our, our scripture for the year. And we're going to look at that again, and we're just going to continue. But we're talking about decree. We're talking about Job chapter 22, verse 28. And I want you just to get it in your heart. This is something I want you to memorize and learn and get it in your spirit. Because we're going to make some decrees this year, and we're going to see it be established. So, Father, today we thank you for your word. We thank you that you're opening our heart, Father, to receive, our ears to hear. And we just thank you today that the anointing of the Holy Spirit is in the house. I thank you that your word is working mightily within me. And Lord, I make some declarations for myself. And I thank you that you're working and changing and propelling me into what you've called me to do. And we just call this day blessed in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Come on, read it with me together. And let's put it up there again. Job twenty two twenty eight. Thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. And the light shall shine upon thy ways. Now, we're talking about making a decree. Now, a decree is a declaration. A decree is an order. Uh, kings and, and presidents and leaders and people of authority make decrees. They make commands. They make declarations. They sign things into law. Those are decrees and declarations. And it is established. It is the same way in the spirit. It is the same way in your life, in your home, in your finances, in your health, in your relationship. You're going to get what you decree. What you declare, what you speak. Because it's a principle that when you begin to speak a thing, you, 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 you cause it to come into being. God said, let there be light. And where there was darkness, where there was the absence of light, because of a spoken word, because of a declaration and a decree, light came forth. And the Lord has put the same power within you and I, that same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, the Holy Spirit, dwells in you and I. And we have the same power of decreeing and declaration. We have the same power of creating and in creating in our atmosphere. Creating in our home, creating in our relationships. We create our world by our declarations. And of course, by our actions. But the Bible says that where the, the, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. And the things you speak is what you believe. And what you believe is what you act upon. So if you're acting and getting things that you don't like, maybe you need to change, number one, what's in your heart, and God can do that. 
God's the only one that can change your heart, transform us, and make us new. But as we begin to be transformed by His Word, and we begin to understand what God's Word says about us, and we begin to speak that over our lives, we begin to change the atmosphere around us. We begin to believe something different, which makes us behave different, which gives us different results. So this morning, we're going to make some more declarations. Because according to Romans 10, 17, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Why do I need to read the Word of God? Why do I need to speak the Word of God? Because it causes faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. We've got to believe. We have to believe that He is and that He is the rewarder of them who diligently seek Him. Proverbs chapter 3 says, Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Does anybody want to have favor with God and man? The Bible says that Jesus grew in favor with God and man. And when we begin to grow in His image, when we begin to come like Christ, amen, we make an impact on people around us and we will have favor. It's amazing as I watch people in our church and in businessmen and our women and how the favor of God blesses businesses and, and homes and finances and, and things when, when right in the midst of troubled times, the blessings of God still flow because of the favor of God. And people say all the time, well, I don't understand how, you know, that happens to them and why is this and that because they don't understand favor. I love what Brother Philip Baker always says is that we don't live in the world to deserve. And I'm glad because I don't deserve it. But by grace, through faith, I've received Jesus as my Lord and Savior and I have the favor of God upon my life and the reason the blessings of the Lord overtake me is not because I deserve it, it's because He has favor on me. And we begin to speak that favor. You need to begin to declare every day, I have the favor of God on my life. Jesus loves me. I'm a child of the Most High God. I'm an heir and a joint heir with Jesus. I'm the head and not the tail. Come on now. Somebody needs to start acting like the head and stop acting like a tail. Come on now. That's good preaching, Brother Joe. That's good preaching right there. Come on, stop. Start acting like the head. Come on, step up. Be Start leading instead of following. Start declaring the things of God and be blessed. Proverbs 7 says, My son, keep my words and treasure my commandments within me. Keep my commandments and live. Anybody want to live? You want to live a long time? Keep his commandments. Teenagers, kids, the Bible says, Honor your father and mother for a long life. That's a, that's a commandment with a promise. And you can reverse that. You don't honor your father and mother, you're not going to live very long. Because mama might take you out. Mama said, I brought you into this world, I take you out. No, but it's a promise. If you'll honor God and keep His commandments, He said you'll have a long life. In Jeremiah 33, 3, uh, 31, 33, But this is the covenant that I make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my law in their minds, write it on their hearts. 
I will be their God and they shall be my people. Woo, somebody say, I decree. He is my God and I am his people. Well, listen, we need to begin to say, Lord, I, you, I belong to you. you. Your word is true about me. You said that I'm blessed. You said that I'm your people. I mean, I'm one of yours. I'm a part of you. I'm created in your image. And I'm going to keep your laws and I'm going to keep your commands. And when I break those laws and commands, I'm going to repent. I'm going to say I'm sorry. How, how, many, how many perfect people we have in here today? My brother's trying to, he's got his hand half up. Yeah. Which means he's half perfect. <laughs> no, none of us. There's nobody. We all make mistakes and fail. We break the commands of God. But thank God for mercy. Yeah. So we begin to make decrees and declarations. We, we, can, we can use those words uh, 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 together because a decree, a declaration, I mean, it's the same thing. Whether you declare something, decree something, decide on something, amen, you begin to put it into action and it'll happen. So we begin to, we begin to do this. You will make decree. Well, it's not there. That's me. That's the back of my head. I decree. If you decree a thing, Everybody say, a thing. a thing. What thing are you decreeing? Listen, we all, we all have got things, don't we? My things may be different than your things. What you're decreeing may be different than my decree. I mean, what you need may be different. I mean, your family, your relationships, your finances, your health, we're all in different places and we're coming, but we're all making decrees based upon the Word of God. And He said that it'll be established. It'll happen. And the light of God will shine, amen, upon our life. We couldn't, we did not even get saved. You cannot get born again without this principle working. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Now, when you confess, what are you doing? You're decreeing, declaring. What are you decreeing and declaring? That Jesus is Lord. Somebody say, I decree. I decree. Jesus, Jesus is, Lord. is Lord. And he said that if you believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. Wow. Verse 10. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You got saved according to this principle we're talking about today. You decreed it. You declared that you were a sinner. And you decreed that Jesus Christ was Lord. And you said, forgive me. Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. I confess, I believe, I decree that you're the Son of Almighty God. You died on the cross for me. You rose on the third day. And you're coming back to get me. And I believe. Somebody say, I believe. See, there's something about faith. There's something about believing. And you've got to believe your declaration. Because if you decree a thing and then turn around, you can negate it with your unbelief. Faith and doubt can exist 
in the same statement, in the same bucket. Light and darkness can't dwell together. So, so many times in our lives, we decree a thing, and then we turn right around and negate it by our doubt and unbelief. Pastor, pray for me. Do you believe the Lord can heal you? Yes, I believe. Father, in the name of Jesus, heal him. Well, I just don't think he did it. I don't believe it. I don't, I don't feel no different. Come on. You know what? We don't go by feelings. We walk by faith. I don't see. I may not feel any different. I may not see anything any different. My bank account may not have any more money in it. But I still decree that I'm prospering in Jesus' name. I may not feel any different. I may have the same symptoms. But I decree that in Jesus' name, I am healed. And we walk away and we keep that faith in our heart. And we keep declaring those things. And we believe it. And we said, for Mark 11 said, For assuredly, I say unto you, Whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and cast into the sea, And does not doubt in his heart. But believes those things he will say will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say unto you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believing that you receive them, you will have them. Come on, we are going to walk in 2023 in a new faith. Amen. We're going to decree that it's going to be done. And then we're not going to negate it. Amen. By speaking doubt, fear, and unbelief. But we're going to say, mountain, you have to move in Jesus' name. And then we're not going to doubt in our heart. We're not going to say, well, I don't know how it can be. I, I know God can do it, but I just don't know how. I can't see it. There's so many ways. Let's just speak faith. And if you can't speak faith, just don't say nothing at all. I'm not sure if that's why Zacharias couldn't talk. <laughs> he had some doubt. And the Lord said, I tell you what, let's not let your doubt get in the way of this miracle so you just don't get to talk for the next nine months. And when you do talk, you're going to declare what I told you. Oh, we're going to name him. This and that, I'm going to name him Zacharias Jr. He wrote down, his name is John. Boom! Amen. the moment he spoke faith and he decreed what God said, his tongue was loosed. So if you can't speak faith, just don't say nothing at all. Sometimes that's hard to do, isn't it? Saying nothing at all is hard. Because I like to say stuff. Even if it's not the right thing to say. Lord, teach us not to just say stuff because we want to say something. If we can't speak life, if we can't speak love, if we can't say something to help somebody, if it's not encouraging, if it's not a blessing, if it's not going to decree a thing, and if we don't... Listen, there's a lot of stuff you don't want to be established that you've said. I've said a lot of stupid stuff, and Lord, help it. Please don't let it be established in my life. According to Job 22, 28, if you decree a thing, it shall be established. So I'm going to start watching what I say, and I'm going to say it in faith, and I'm going to believe it in my heart, and whatever I pray, I'm going to believe, and I'm not going to doubt, and I'm going to have it. Everybody say, I decree. 
I'm going to have it. Amen. And so we begin to release the power of God. You begin to release the power of God into your life by what you say. You're, you're, you're speaking into your marriage. You're speaking into your children. You know what? We're gonna, you're going to start talking about your children? Oh, man, they're, they're, they're Now, I know how it looks. They are just, they're going wild. But you know what? We're not going to say, we're going to look at them and we're going to say, well, thank you, Jesus. I decree your little angels. Ooh, I decree that you're little miracles. You are obedient. I decree that you're just perfect in all your ways. And I know what people around you are going to look at you like, you're crazy. They're my holy little terrors. And you're going to go, no, 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 no. I decree them are angels right there. They're acting just like they should act. Come on. Come on. We got we to decrease and declare some things even when they're not. And so, so this is what Jesus did. Let's look at a few things that Jesus, uh, he was in bad situations. Listen, Jesus did not walk in a perfect life. He walked just like we walk, yet without sin. So now he's in a storm. Anybody ever been in a storm? We've been in natural storms, spiritual storms, all kind of storms. But he was in a natural storm. And I mean, it's getting rough. And then he, this is Mark chapter 4 verse 39. Then he, Jesus, arose and rebuked the wind. And said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased. And there was a great calm. What did he do? He made a declaration. He made a decree. He gave an order. Listen, when Jesus gives an order, how many knows it has to be done? We can believe that, can't we? But why can't we believe that when I give a decree, it can be done? I'm created in His image. He lives within me. He said, greater things than these shall I do in His name. So when I say in the name of Jesus, I decree, amen, I have the same authority that He did when He looked at, spoke to the wind and waves and said, be still. There's some things in your life, there's some storms in your life that are raging right now or will come that when they come, listen, you're going to be either like the disciples or like Jesus. Either you're going to have an anxiety attack. Either you're going to start throwing stuff overboard. You're going to freak out. You're going to say, we're going to die. Or you're going to be like Jesus who's just sleeping, relaxing. Because he was, he was going on a word. What was the word? Let's go to the other side. He didn't say, let's go to the middle and sink. And he never promised that between here and there would be easy. But he said, we're going to the other side. So you've just got to believe that I'm going to the other side. And nothing that happens in between is going to hinder that. And so you can be arrested and at peace because Jesus was at peace because the storm was around him. But the disciples were freaking out because the storm was in them. Just because the storm's around you doesn't mean it has to be in you. You can be at peace in the midst of the storm. And then they said, Master, don't you care that we perish? And he gives up and goes, what's wrong with y'all? You have little faith. What he was trying to teach them, any one of them, 
if they would have taken the authority that he had given them and had taught them and what they'd seen, they could have rebuked the wind and wave too. But he had to show them again. Let me show you how it's done. Wind, I decree, stop. See, I decree, be still. And it did. We're going to begin to speak to some storms in our life, and we're going to tell some winds to stop blowing, and we're going to tell some seas to go calm. Jesus, in uh, Matthew 21, was going with his disciples, and he was hungry. And he comes to a fig tree in Matthew 21, 19, and seeing a fig tree by the road, he came to it and found nothing on it but leaves. And he said to it, let no fruit grow on you ever again. And immediately the fig tree withered away. I do not want him to decree death on me. I do not want him to decree, look at me and go, you're being unfruitful. You're not producing what you are intended to. So you know what? Just die. Oh, I want him to say to me, be fruitful and multiply. I want to have, I want to bear fruit. I want to be a fruit-bearing vessel. But he had the power to decree some things, and he decreed, you're not ever going to bear fruit again. That was according to his word. And we have the power of the word uh, with us. John eleven forty three. 43, uh, when he had uh, said, said those things, uh, he, he came up to Lazarus' tomb. Lazarus is dead. Uh, Lazarus had been dead for three days. And so now then, the people's like, ah, he's starting to rot. He's stinking. There's no embalming going on here. And uh, Jesus walks up and he says, hey, remove that tomb. Roll the stone away from in front of the tomb. And they're, they're, they're in doubt. See, Mary and Martha, they're already upset. If, if you had have been here. See, we say that a lot to Jesus. If you had of, things would have been different. But Jesus is like, what's the difference? I'm here now. And I am the resurrection and the life. It doesn't matter when he shows up. When he shows up, things are going to change. And now Jesus steps up and he makes a declaration. He makes a decree. And I love it. He called him by name. And I like to think of it this way. Why did he call Lazarus by name? What if he had just said, get up? Everybody would have got up. He had that kind of power and authority. He raised his voice and he said, Lazarus, come forth. And even out of death, Life came back into him after three days and he came to life. And he came hopping out and he said, loose him and let him go. I'm telling you, you have the power to decree even in death and bring it back to life again. There's some things that you look about and you say, Pastor, there's no hope for that. Uh, that, that that's, that's past. That, that, that's, that's done with. They're, they're dead and gone and uh, that, that hope, that dream, that vision, that, that ability, that calling. Oh, no, 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 no. Listen, don't let the devil, he'll try to bury it. He'll try to kill it. But I'm telling you, it's time that you step up and you call it by name, whatever it is, and you say, come forth. And then watch as death comes back to life again. Peter, Acts chapter 9, Ananias is 
there. He's bedridden. He's paralyzed for eight years. And Peter steps up and makes the declaration to him. He says, in the name of Jesus, rise and walk. Take up your bed. In the, I, I decree, I declare in the name of Jesus, you can walk. You can get up. You don't have to be paralyzed anymore. And the Bible says immediately. So all the other things we say, well, well that's Jesus. Yeah, but now we're going on to his disciples. Because he gave them the same authority and he gave you and I the same authority. That in my name, when you decree a thing, it'll be established. When you declare it to be in my name, amen, and you have faith and you doubt not, it'll be. And he said, rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man stood to his feet and took up his bed and walked. Come on, begin. To, you ever had anything paralyze you? You ever, you ever had a dream that you, something was happening, you were scared and you couldn't run? You were just froze? That's a horrible feeling, isn't it? That's a terrible place to be in spiritually, emotionally, and just paralyzed. But I'm telling you today that you can begin to decree into your life, I'm going to get up. I'm not staying here anymore. I know it's been eight years. Maybe it's been longer. Maybe it's been shorter. But you begin to decree, arise. Look in the mirror and tell yourself, arise, take up your bed and walk. Don't be paralyzed by fear. Don't be paralyzed by what other people say. Come on, you got gifts and talents and abilities that the Lord wants to use. Decree and declare yourself to get up and walk in Jesus' name. Can I get an amen? amen. Come on, listen, listen. The storm didn't have ears and the dead couldn't hear. But when Jesus decreed it, it was established. It was done. See, we, we look at it and we go, that don't make no sense. It didn't have to make sense. It's supernatural. The things God wants to do this year is going to be a, beyond the, the imagination. They're not going to be a natural thing. It's going to be supernatural. I mean, I'm believing for miracles. Anybody want to see a miracle? I want to see miracles in our lives, in our church, amen, with people. I want to see physical miracles, financial miracles, emotional, physical, family, amen, miracles in our nation, in our country, in our world. But, Lord, start with me. Do some miracles within my heart, within my mind. Amen. Do right here in me first. Amen. amen. Proverbs 8, 18, 21. We talked, said this last week. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Amen. What fruit are you eating of your tongue? What's your tongue saying? Life and death are in the tongue. If you speak death, you're going to eat rotten fruit. If you speak life, oh, come on, you're going to eat good, sweet, juicy fruit. I like juicy fruit. Authority. Amen, that he's putting in our, in our mouth authority by the word of God, the authority, the same authority that Jesus had to decree and declare a thing. You and I, amen, can declare. The centurion came to him. He needed help. Uh, Matthew chapter 8. And, and he, the centurion said, Lord, I, I'm not worthy. You should come under my roof. But only speak a word. 
and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. I say to one, go, and he goes. To another, come, and he comes. To my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say unto you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And I say to that many will come from the east and the west. Sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way as you have believed. And let it be done for you. Mm. Uh-oh. Okay. So I came to Jesus. I made a request. Then I said, Lord, I don't deserve you to come to my house. Just speak the word. I believe that you can declare a thing, decree a thing, and it'll be done. And Jesus says, okay, go your way. And whatever you believe in your heart, it'll be done. And the man goes away and says, Man, I just don't really know if he can do it or not. And his servant died. But that's not what happened. He believed. And his servant was healed that very hour. Oh, there's something that happens supernaturally when you believe. Today, sitting right in your seat... What you've been believing and decreeing can happen right this moment and you don't even know it. You won't even know it till you get home. You won't even know it until you get back to work. You may not even know it for a little while. But because you believe, it's happening right now in Jesus' name. First John chapter 5 says, Now this is the confidence we have in Him that if we ask anything according to His will... He hears us. Everybody say, I decree. I will do His will. There's so many times that when we, we pray, He said, if you'll pray if you don't pray amiss. If you don't pray uh, contrary to the Word of God. Now, if the Word of God is clear on something, if the Word says this is wrong, and you say, but I want it anyway, God's not going to go contrary to His Word. We've got to make sure what we're praying and what we're decreeing lines up with the Word of God. That we're in His will. He said that we have the confidence that if we ask according to His will, how do we know His will? We've got to know His Word. What does His Word say about it? What does His Word say about healing? He said, I want you to be healed. By my stripes you were healed. So we know healing is in the atonement. It's His will that you be healed. It's your will that you be saved. It's His will that you prosper. It is your will, His will uh, that your family serve the Lord. And so we look at those things, we go, wait a minute, it's in God's Word, it's His will, so now then, I can stand on it, I can decree it, and it'll be done. And He said, I know that He hears us whatever we ask. We know that we have the petitions that we ask of Him. Are you asking God for anything this year? Are you petitioning God for anything this year? Come on, don't give up. Begin to take your petition even further and call them into decrees. Sometimes we just they're just requests. Well, Lord, if you have time 
and you're not too busy with all the other people. I, I, I know you're... <laughs> Poor little old me, if you have any miracles left, I would, I, you know, get... Come on, we know it's His will, so step up and start decreeing it and say, in the name of Jesus, I decree my miracle is on the way. It is for me. It is mine. It is your will. And I believe it. I've petitioned you for it. And now your will is going to be done just according to Matthew 6.10. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done right here on earth. As it is in heaven. And you begin to declare that. Romans 4.17 says. As it is written. I've made a father of many nations. In the presence of him. Whom he believed. God who gives life to the dead. Calls those things. Which do not exist. As though they did. You hear that? God called things that didn't exist as though they did. It's time that you and I begin to decree some things. But you say, Pastor, it don't exist. But act like it does. I'm healed in Jesus' name. I'm blessed in Jesus' name. I'm prosperous in Jesus' name. My marriage is perfect in Jesus' name. My children are perfect in Jesus' name. I declare those things. Even though they may not be. Or they don't exist. Or they're not. I'm still going to. Call them. Declare them to be. Hebrews 11, 1 and 3. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. If you could see it, you wouldn't need faith for it. Amen? By faith we understand that the words were... The worlds were framed by the Word of God. You're framing your world by your words. If you live in a negative world, it's because you're speaking negative words. Miss Amy's trying to get us uh, through, our, through the gratitude challenge uh, of coming up with three things a day that you're grateful for. Change our mind and our attitude to be more grateful, more positive. And if you speak and declare those things, they will be. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. So things that were seen were not made of things which were visible. They weren't visible. They weren't seen until He decreed it and declared it, and then it became. So you begin to decree and declare things before you see it, before you feel it, before you... Before it even exists, you just call those things that are not as though they were. Come on. Isaiah 60, verse 1 and 2. Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and His glory shall be seen in you. Can I get a big amen? This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Come on, somebody stand to your feet and just begin to rejoice. Begin to be glad. Begin to say, I declare those things that are not as though they were. I speak it into existence before that it is. I declare it to be. 
Hallelujah. You may be seated one more time. Oh, y'all thought we were going to go home, didn't you? No, we are. I just have a few more things to tell you. But before I do, I want us to make our decrees. Can you put our decrees? Can we, can we go through them one, one at a time? Get our decrees ready. And we're going to add one. We're going to add one today. Uh, so y'all can add it back there on the list. But let's, let's start with number one. I decree. Y'all ready? Together. I decree that in 2023, I will know Jesus better. I decree that in 2023, I will be in better health. I decree that in 2023, I will prosper financially. I decree that in 2023, I will build healthy relationships with family and friends. I decree that in 2023, I will do what I was called to do. And we're adding the one this week. I decree that in 2023, my children and grandchildren will serve the Lord. Can y'all agree that with that with me? Can we say that together? I decree that in 2023, my children and grandchildren will serve the Lord. Come on, somebody just give him a hand and say, yes, let it be. Hallelujah. Now, the not-so-fun part. Every year here at the Lord's house, as we start out January, we give this month to the Lord. And we begin to set ourselves apart. We begin to seek the Lord. We prayer meeting last night was so amazing as we just drew nigh, got close to the Lord and allowed Him to speak to us, and it was just such an amazing time. But we always take a time in January to fast. What is fasting? Well, it's doing without something. It's not eating the things that you like to eat. It's giving up something for a certain period of time, and that's up to you. But I ask everyone to do something. I know some have already started. Many will take this month. Many fasted this last week. And uh, hopefully by now you've got all the uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving, all the desserts eaten up and everything's out of the house. And you're sick of it. So you're ready anyway. We're going we're gonna to take a time. This week is going to be our prayer and fasting week. And uh, I ask you to do something. Whether you can fast one meal whether you can give up something specifically. Maybe you want to give up something for the week. Uh, something that you really... Now remember, uh, I jokingly last night said that I was going to be fasting asparagus. <laughs> well, I don't eat asparagus anyway. Uh, you know, uh, I know somebody said, well, I, I think I'm going to give up Brussels sprouts. Listen, if, if it doesn't mean something to you, it doesn't mean something to the Lord. You know, don't say, I'm going I'm to fast breakfast. Okay, but you don't get up till noon. That don't count. Listen, do, do something. Whether you can fast one meal, whether you can give up one particular thing for the week. We'll fast Monday, starting in the morning, through Saturday after prayer meeting. Uh, or 7 o'clock. Uh, you 
that, that's the, the, this, this week of fasting. Now, pick a day, pick a meal, pick... The, you, you, do, you ask the Holy Spirit what He would have you do. Stretch your faith. Say, Pastor, I don't know if I can do that. I, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Jesus fasted 40 days and nights with nothing but water. Surely you can give up Dr. Pepper. Surely you cannot drink coffee for a day or a week or whatever. Uh, surely you could give up one meal. But listen, it's not just about, this is not a diet. Okay? This is, during this time, I ask you to read your Bible. I'm asking you to pray. I'm asking you to decrease some things. Uh, this is, fasting turns down the volume of life. It makes you more sensitive to the voice of the Lord. Fasting is not manipulation. It, it, it's not, oh, if I fast, he'll love me more. No. He already loves you as much as he's going to love you. you you're not gonna, it's not magic. You're not going to manipulate God and make him do something. Fasting does something for you. When you deny yourself, it was food that caused man to sin. Pastor Marcello told me this week. He said, Pastor, Adam was in that garden. He was so happy. He was so happy. He was naming animals, anything he wanted to, doing what he wanted to, when he wanted to. And the Lord said, you're just too happy. I'm going to have to put you to sleep and give you some problems. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, that's no, that's not it. Anyway, the Lord said you can eat of every tree except the tree in the middle of the garden, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You can eat of the tree of life, could live forever in that state. They were naked and unashamed, covered in the glory of God. But Satan came and said, uh, Why aren't you eating of that tree? It looks good. Yeah, it does. It'll taste good. Yeah, probably. And, and, and if you eat it, you'll be like God. They were already as much like God as they could have been. That was a lie. So, by the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye, the pride of life, man sinned. Fasting denies your flesh those things that look good and taste good and make you feel good. And you do it because you want to be filled with the glory of God. Lord, I, I could eat this steak or pizza or chocolate cake and it would be good. But I choose to deny my flesh that, that my spirit may know you more. I want to take the time, instead of taking time to do that, I'm going to take time and I'm going to read a scripture, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to pray, and I'm going to ask you to, Fill me with your strength and wisdom and knowledge. And I'm asking you for my family. I'm dedicating this season to you. And I'm asking you, number one decree, I want to know you better. That's all this is about. This is between you and the Lord, but it's a corporate thing. Normally he said when you fast, 
don't, don't, don't tell anybody. Don't do it in public. And we're not in public. This is us as a church, as a family, something we're doing corporately. And the Lord will let His blessings come corporately upon us. So, I decree that the fast 2023 will begin in the morning and end Saturday evening. Do what the Lord instructs you to do. A meal, a day, three days, the whole week. What? Stretch your faith. You, I bet you can do more than you think you can do. Think about what you need to do. And just be led by the Holy Spirit. There's no condemnation. You say, Pastor, what if, what if, what, what if, what if I, I, I said I'm going to do this and then I don't make it? There is no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Don't let the devil beat you up. You, whatever you do, the Lord will honor it and bless you for it. Don't turn it into legalism, okay? This is something we don't have to do. something we just do because we want to say, Lord, I want to deny my flesh for a season that I may know you more. So, let's, let's do that as a church, as a family, as a, uh, and we'll be back Saturday night. Man, we'll, we'll, we'll pray and food will taste so much better. Sweet tea will be so much better. I know many people cut out sugar for the, 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 the time or whatever the Lord leads you to do. And uh, I know you'll be blessed. Amen? Amen. So we're going to have a wonderful week. Get these decrees in your heart. Uh, start speaking and changing your life. Start framing your world by your words. And let's allow the Holy Spirit to work within our hearts. So number one, I decree that in 2023, I want to know Him better. Today, how is your relationship with the Lord? Where are you at today? And what will it be like at the end of the week? Will you have read His Word more? Spent time in His presence more? Will you feel Him closer? That's up to you. If you cl draw close to Him, He'll draw close to you. He hears your voice. If you're here today, if you're watching online, and you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior... If you were to die today and you're not 100% sure you'd go to heaven, would you pray with me? Would you make this decree for your life? Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you're the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. And I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Be my friend. Today, I decree, by the power of the Holy Spirit, I am saved in Jesus' name. Come on, give Jesus a big hand clap.